Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now here's your host of this podcast, me, Shane Lakita. Hey, all you listeners out there, it's me. I'm back. I'm here. I'm ready to go, ready to make things happen. I just wanted to share with you guys, this is a pretty special podcast that we have going on here today. It's one of those moments in time where you can be proud of the things that you're doing and really reaching out and growing as a podcaster, growing as a father, growing as a human being, and really starting to extend things out a little bit further. So the culmination of this podcast you're going to be listening to today is all about uh, our one of our first sets of our interviews. Now, I wanted to share and set it up for you guys as we're getting into the body of the interview that I did for this podcast, and it's all about my son. Okay, so you would think to yourself, my son is a 14-year-old kid. He's you know wise beyond his years, but he's also 14 years old. And you would think to yourself, well, what does a 14-year-old have to do with what we're trying to be able to accomplish in life or what we're trying to be able to accomplish through health journeys, through professional journeys, or whatever it is that you are on and the path that you have set for yourself, what is a 14-year-old kid going to have anything to do with any of that for me to be able to be successful and move forward? Now, I thought the same thing at first, and really it was a a testing and a trial interview that I wanted to do with some of the new software that I got and some of the new things that I've been able to do with the podcast itself, but it's interesting because it ended up being much more fruitful and much more insightful as I went through the whole entire podcast process and went through the interview process with my son. So I asked a bunch of questions. We dug in on the insight to a teenage mind and how we're navigating through the way that they have to uh, navigate through. So the, the purpose of this podcast can go two different directions for everybody that's listening. One, Listen to some of the key pointers that he uses at a 14-year-old mind and a mind that still lives in the house, still hasn't experienced all of the negativity in the world, his ability to be able to process through that and be able to walk through that that part of the process. The second thing is, if you're a parent of a kid that's heading into the teenage years, the tumultuous teenage years, where they don't really want anything to do with you. They want to be able to just kind of do their own thing and and all that stuff. And we struggle with all that. There's some really good pointers and tips that he gives in this in this interview that I do for those to be able to learn the inside and the insight of what our teenagers are thinking. Because it is not easy. You know, we think we have it have it hard in the world of bills and the world of uh, you know death in the families and aging parents and all that stuff. But teenagers and kids these days have it a whole lot harder than what we did when we were growing up. And he adds insight to that. So if you're a parent that just wants to hear some insight of a young mind and somebody that's going through the everyday social class rigmarole that they go through as teenagers and kids, listen to this podcast. Or if you just want a different perspective Instead of hearing what other adults have to say, whether it's a coach, whether it's a a family friend or a family member or whatever, all those people are all older and they've all got wise you know, amount of information to be able to give to you. But if you think about it 
at the end of the day, how nice is it to be able to hear from somebody that isn't as jaded as some of our adults that are that are out there? And the, and, the, and the view and the mindset that they have to be able to take on whatever it is that's dealt their way, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and get this thing started. I'm going to kick it right into the interview, and we're going to go from there. And I'm going to step in every once in a while to be able to set it up for whatever the question might be that I'm going to be able to set it up. And then maybe even a reflective piece, I'm going to chime in here to be able to add my, my two cents onto it. So enjoy it, guys. Enjoy this interview. I really hope that you enjoyed as much as I did doing it and learning as much as I did from it, knowing that it was going to be a test interview. And now it's something that I'm putting out there on the podcast to be able to help others and be able to push forward. I'm so proud of this little guy. So we'll go ahead and get started right now. things that I wanted to start to do is interview people that uh, that inspire me or get me moving each day. And many of you have heard the story behind the fact that I have a, a, a quiet, small little family and myself, my wife and my son, Gavin. But that's who my guest is today on this podcast is to pick the brain of a 14 year old kiddo that uh, that's doing well in school and well in sports and inspires me and motivates me to be a better man and a better dad every day. So uh, I just wanted to welcome Gavin to the podcast, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> all right. So the purpose of today is going to be all about asking you some questions that uh, I want to get a 14-year-old's perspective, a, uh, a teenager that's in high school that just started freshman year to be able to pick the brain of, and if it can help some other folks that have teenage kids or kids in general, uh, we can move forward with that. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Okay, buddy. All right. So let's go right here with the first question I wanted to ask you. So you being a teenager, you're just starting your freshman year. You got a lot of different things that are going on at school. You got girls, boys, you got all kinds of stuff going on. You got everything all, all, all around you, plus schoolwork and, and sports and all the stuff. What would you say the number one thing facing teens in today's society and what you're facing with? I think one of the largest things that you know teens are facing today is social media and how yep. how it can impact a teen's life, right? Because there's so many uh, stereotypes on social media and it's all about followers and all about likes and stuff. And it can take away from the reason why social media was made to like unite people and to, you know, be friends with one another. But then social media can usually sometimes like tear friendships apart almost. So that's very interesting, and I think a lot of people know that part of it, but it's interesting coming from your perspective because at times I think to myself, do kids really know what the what the purpose of social media was? Do they know what mm -hmm. the intent was? And it sounds like you do. It was meant to unite people or connect people, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's interesting on how it can tend to tear people apart. Do you think it, it tears people uh -huh. apart because of what reasons? Is it because of? You not having the amount of followers that you're looking for? Is it bullying or what? What would you say the social media aspect of it that can really hurt somebody would be? I think kind of all of the above because it's all about followers and stuff. But then 
when you don't have enough, you, you're like, oh, am I not cool? Am I not, you know, good enough to be someone that, you know, has a lot of followers or something? Mm. But then bullying comes into it because people don't want to, you know, say stuff face to face and they hide behind a screen and don't really want to talk about their issues that way. They want to, you know, complain and not do really anything about it on social media. Oh, that's so true, man. That's so true. I, I deal with it every day with the podcast and with Instagram and Facebook and everything else that I'm on there where you have a lot of people that hide behind keyboards and tablets and phones where they can kind of express themselves in ways that can be mean or vindictive. And, you know, and there's not a lot of accountability to be able to come to the table to say, hey, listen, you know, you shouldn't talk to me that way or whatever, because they can hide behind those things. So yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that about about the likes piece of it, because I can see that being social, like you're looking at yourself, you might compare yourself to your friend or uh, another person, and you're looking at the amount of likes that they have or friends that they have. And that can really probably get in your head, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Do you uh, do you guys ever talk about that amongst your, your peers? Or is it just more of a thing that you're looking at when you uh, when you're looking at it on 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 whatever your Instagram page or your, uh, you know, Snapchat or things like that. Do you do you look at that or do you guys talk about that ever? Oh, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, like uh, I was recently at a sleepover with a couple of my friends. We had like a little party, and then um, there's a bunch of girls there, and they were all putting stuff on social media, and they were asking everybody to like their new posts and stuff. And we're like, what's the why? And then once everybody kind of left and everything settled down, we were all talking about it. And we're like, what's the point of getting those likes? Like, there's not really. You're not, you're not cherishing the moment. You're cherishing how many people liked it, but don't actually like it. You know, like they're kind of so, faking it. Right. So it's a popularity contest then. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So guys, I wanted to just check in real quick, check in with the, the, on this interview that I'm doing here. So if you think about it, listen to what he's saying. He's saying that today's society with kids, as we all know, is a popularity contest. It's a situation where we want to be liked. We want to be somebody that is enamored, somebody that looks to us or they're happy with us or they're proud of us or those kind of things. And we want that in our lives. And a lot of times when we don't receive that or don't get that, we resort to other things. Adults might resort to eating bad foods. Adults might resort to doing drinking alcohol or doing other things to be able to cope with those mechanisms that we have with the social aspect of not having enough people to like us. So although it's a 14-year-old perspective of where we're at with it, don't we do this as adults also? I, t I thought about that as I was going through this whole entire process of how similar it is that we are to a 14-year-old mind and where the kids are nowadays. So it's something to think about as you're going through this journey. How do you cope with the fact of needing that social aspect and needing the fact that you want people to like you and you want people to approve of you and approve of the things that you're doing when really at the end of the day, the only person that matters is you. You should only worry about where you're at. Kind of like what Gavin says in this interview where he says, I'm not really concerned with that. I'm not concerned with that aspect of it because I know if I continue to stay true to who I am, I'm going to be just fine. Neat perspective, isn't it? So basically, like when I was growing up, we, we would have situations where 
we would always want uh, if if more people wanted to hang out with you, or mm-hmm. if you went to a party, or you went out somewhere, or you went to the movies, more people would want to go with you, or to the mall, or those kind of things. Similar, but it was more in person rather than on social media, and it's kind of yeah. like a fake friend almost, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then speaking of parties, say somebody puts on their Snapchat story. So somebody puts on their Snapchat story or on their Instagram story something about them going to a party. And then someone gets offended saying, oh, was I not invited to this? And then next thing you know, drama comes in and then everything. Uh, oh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. A bunch of gossip and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I mean, one of the other things that I, 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 we're going to talk about, you and I, is the fact that you don't let a lot of that really get to you. And it's interesting mm-hmm. because there's a lot of teenagers that are out there that really it really leans on them and it really bothers them whenever they're getting into the situation, whether it's likes or whether it's, you know, social or whether it's popularity or whether it's, you know, this person talking trash about that person or those kind of things, they don't have the ability to be able to battle through that. And there's a lot of things yeah. that are out there that are facing or teens out there, not only with popularity, but if you think about it, things like suicide rates or things like mm-hmm. people really, um, you know, letting it depress them and really get into their brain and get into their, you know, into their minds of, of where they're at with it. But you don't do that very often. I, I you and I's conversation a lot of times. I try to dig in to be able to see how you're feeling. And a lot of times you just let it bounce off your back. How, how, how do you, how would you say you do that? Like, like what, what do you, what do you do with yourself to be able to say, I'm not going to let that bother me. I'm going to keep moving forward. How, how do you handle that? Well, I think of, I think of other things. Like there's so much harder and more difficult things to handle when you're a teenager and stuff. Yep. There's not really like any point to really worry about those small things that don't really matter. Right. And then yep. there's this, there's this saying, I'm not sure where, where, where it was from, but it was something about like anything that life throws you or something, like mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, a bad grade or something worse than that or whatever, right? There's always going to be a, like, a, a good outcome, like a, yeah, a good outcome at the, in the end. So yep. if you look at it from a positive kind of point of view, and I'm not sure, how I do it, really. That's kind of the question, but I'm not really sure. I guess I'm a little bit different than other people because I don't really want to worry about that because if you do look at all the kids in school who are like all about being popular or all about wanting to be perfect, they they, they, they can't do it. And then they get stressed and then, you know, bad things come in, next you know they're depressed and et cetera. That's off track though. So basically I choose other things that are bigger and worse in life to worry about, right? Like thinking, oh no, I don't have a thousand followers, that's nothing to worry about. Just something you yep. should worry about is getting a good grade or having your teachers like you or or stuff like that that will actually matter and count later on in life. Wow. That yeah, so I like that. I, I like your I like your concept there around doing things that matter rather than things that don't, right? So social media yeah. with likes and with Hearts and with shares or those kind of things, although that's the space you guys play in all the time, those things really don't matter in life, do they? No, they don't. They really don't. And at the end of the day, if Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all those things all went away, your life still goes on, right? Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Exactly. So I love it. I love the fact that you can grab onto that and and buy into that a little bit. I think that's really important for people to hear 
where maybe it's a parent that wants to help their kid that is in that space of popularity and they are stressed out about that kind of stuff to really alleviate some of that by saying, hey, listen, you know what? Life's it's not all about the likes and, the, and all those measures. You know, really, let's focus around things that matter in life. If you do things that that are going to impact your long term life, those kind of things, those are the ones you want to lean in on to be a positive. So I really appreciate you sharing that, man. No problem. Okay, I think anybody knows now, by now, as you're listening to this podcast on how insightful (laughs) that uh, my 14-year-old kiddo is, right? Think about that. Think about when all the drama's going on and all the social aspect of things are going on and all of the how you look, how you feel, all those things around other people, the social aspect of everybody getting together. Think about how that makes you feel in whatever situation that's going on. And then you also have to take a look at what really matters? What's super important? What's the most important thing you can really try to be able to work on to continue to move forward? Is it your health? Then great, continue to move forward in your health. Is it family? Well, then awesome, continue to focus in on your family. Do things that matter for long-term rather than worry about the little stuff. Also, pretty insightful stuff, isn't it? All right, so if you were to, if you were to say anything to other kids that are coming into their teenage years, 13, 14 years old, and you know, you're you're not up into the 16s where you're driving or 17s yet, so you're kind of heading that direction. But if you were to tell any kid that's heading into those years, what advice do you think you'd give to kids that are coming into their teenage years? Um, I think some advice that I would give some teens are think of everybody as a friend almost. Like think of it as if you want to stay clear of all the drama and all the gossip and stuff, don't treat other people poorly or anything like that. Like try to treat everyone equally. And, you know, if someone doesn't like you, then that's, that's just how it's going to be. Don't try to change it. Try to just go with the flow and then you'll have your friends. Friends will come and go. But, you know, overall from my years in elementary, middle school, and now my first year of high school, when you, when you're being yourself, more people will want to, you know, be your friend and more people will want to help you and, you know, be your friend, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. I absolutely, I I love that. I think that when you're true to yourself, you don't have to try to fake being somebody different than what you really are, right? And when Mm -hmm. you're true to yourself, a person that might be talking to you one way and another way, either way, you're still going to be true to who you are and they're always going to know what they, what to expect from you. And I think that mm-hmm. people that resonates with people, because if you've got a big heart, and you've got a good, a good soul, and you're talking to people about being positive or those kind of things. And I loved what you just said a second ago about treating everyone equally. That's so important because when we, when we, when we treat people with social classes, like, you know, Hey, listen, you're a pretty boy, you're a tomboy, you're a, um, you know, jock cheerleader, you're or whatever we treat, we, we classify all these people in different ways. At the end of the day, we're all just human beings and we're all just kids, adults and whatever else, just trying to be able to put one foot in front of the other and move forward. And and I love that concept. I love how you said that. I think that that really does show in your actions because I've seen you in some situations where you'll play or you'll hang out with kids that maybe maybe you don't really want to hang out with, but you're mm-hmm. hanging out with them because you're treating them with respect and they 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 deserve to be have somebody hang out with them or play with and things like that. Even if internally you're like, I really don't want to, but you still do it and you treat people that way. So that's a really huge 
thing for you to be able to be proud of, of who you are in that way. So be proud of that. I sure am. Okay, guys, so I keep chiming in here, and I wanted to make sure that I just brought up a really quick thing, a quick thought. When you think about it, I want you to think about the fact that one of the important things that he said was, I treat everybody equal. I don't worry about what other people think. I treat everybody the same, good, bad, or indifferent, black, white, orange, brown, it doesn't matter. I treat everybody with the same level of respect that I expect to be treated. That's a really big deal, and that's hugely important in our journeys. Because if we treat other people, we don't judge others, but we continue to push forward, those types of personalities will attract each other. Trust me, in the long run, you will end up attracting the same types of people, and that's a really good thing. That's not a bad thing. So hugely insightful piece to what he's sharing, even though it was a really small portion of the podcast. All right, so, um, okay, so if you were to give advice to a parent, let's say you have a parent that has a kid that's going into teenage years and high school years, what would be your advice to the parent? I think some advice for the parent would be with everything that's going to go on in your child's life, like social media, the grades, the popularity contests, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think give them some space, but don't make it too little or too much. Because if you look at well, what I've seen is you can definitely tell that some of the parents that are so laid back and don't care and just say, it's almost like they just tell their child, yeah, you're on your own, kind of. Like, that's not good parenting. It's good to give your kids some space to be like, hey, I know that it's it's, it's stressful, but um, I'm going to, I I care about you, so I'm just going to let you not deal with it on your own because you should always be there for your kid, right? But then, right. you know, give them that space. But don't make it too much where you're almost like blocking them from seeing outside. Ah, that's a little extreme. No, no, <laughs> that, like, that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, like not making them see those bad things because my... Yeah, uh, you're, they're, they're sheltering them. Yeah, yeah, and my world studies teacher, he was saying, yep. we're going to watch in this class some really depressing stuff and some really, you know, very happy things in life. And it's always good to keep a balance, right? Keep a balance yep. of like this, this goes with parenting, like give a balance. Don't make it too much. Don't make it too little because if you look at the news or something, it's always going to be bad. So don't always watch that. It, right. But it's, it's good to, you know, have a balance in life where you can treat your kid like don't shelter them or don't just let them loose and do whatever they want. Cause then the kids that do that definitely fall downhill and stuff. I love it. I love that. Yeah. That's right. Balance is a good approach. I think that, I think mom and dad, we do that pretty good with you, don't we? I think we have a good balance. Yeah. Two of us. And then we do give you just a little bit of enough time to be able to experience stuff or see stuff or those kind of things. But we also still have some restrictions and we still have some things that <laughs> are part of the family environment and we want to be protective of you and, and, and those kind of things. So I, I think those are really great points, man. Great job. Yep. Thanks. All right. So what are you thinking of looking at yourself in the mirror? If you look at yourself in the mirror, what are you most proud of? I think, well, just like the basics, you know, my football and my grades, you know, hard work ethic and stuff like that. But another thing is like being almost like versatile to be liked, if that makes sense. Such as like, I'm easy to, you know, get along with. Like I don't block people out in life if they don't meet my specifications to a friend or anything. I'm super open with other people. I think I'm a pretty good listener, and I think that other people i'm I'm pretty trustworthy also, but I think that other people should be like that, like they should be a better friend, I guess I love that also with the fact that you 
feel like you're trustworthy. That's a, that's a quality I think in today's society that's missing. I think that we, <laughs> because people have agendas, people have things they want to be able to do or accomplish or things they want to get to, whether it's money, whether it's success or whatever, people will cut other people out quick and fast. And the trustworthy piece of it is I, if I know that I'm your friend and you're going to be in my corner and we're going to fight together to be able to go do whatever. And I know at any given spot, you'd be there for me. That's that that's worth more weight than any kind of financial, any kind of success or anything in my mind. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I love that, man. I Outside of the fact of uh, football, athleticism and schoolwork and hard work, those are the basic fundamentals of who you are. But I but I really appreciate the fact that you bring into play that you're able to uh adapt so you think do you think that the reason that you get along with most people is because you listen well you said yeah i think that's another thing like it what it, it hasn't always been like that it's 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 sure. kind of it's come along after you know years of not really working on it but it's just kind of been a thing that just kind of developed in me how to just kind of oh, you're maturing stop. you're maturing yeah yep. and how to stop and really you know listen and know when is it the right time to talk? And it still is a challenge for, you know, most people my age and even me. But I mean, sure. when you're in that stage of, you know, maturing and growing up, it's like, it's just one of those things that, you know, you develop and then you learn how to be a better, like, communicator. I get it, man. That's good. That's good insight. Thank you. And you're welcome. Okay, so there's a couple things that I want to take into consideration here. There's a couple things after this small little snippet. When I asked him what he's most proud of, what do you think we do as adults a lot of times? A lot of times what we do is we always talk about the negatives. We always talk about the things we're not that proud of. We always talk about the things we still need to work on, all the, the nooks and crannies of negatives of things that we know that we're at. And it's human nature. We all do it. But did you notice that a 14-year-old mind, he literally went to the things that he was most proud of. He said he listens well. He takes other people's feelings into consideration. He communicates with others. These are items that we all can learn from. I know me as I was taking notes on this and I was putting this thing together, those are so insightful of items that he brought to the table to say, hey, listen, these are the things that I do really well because I feel it helps me to be able to navigate my journey and move forward. As a teenager, one of the hardest things to do is communicate. How often do they shut down? How often do they not talk about things? If he feels that he's in a good place where he can communicate with others that'll help him up for success moving forward, what a great, great concept for us to take into our own journeys and take notes of to be able to say, if I can talk about my issues and get in front of the things that I wanna be able to get in front of, I can only do nothing but set myself up for success moving forward. Let's take some notes from that, right guys? I mean, it's really important that we listen we communicate and we continue to move forward and improve on those qualities because guess what? It'll just make you more successful. It'll help others around you and you're going to get yourself to a good place where you need to be in your journey. Great stuff. Here's a question for you. Uh, just looking at yourself. So, you know, I'm your dad and I'm always proud of you and I'm always rooting for the stars for you. And I'm always trying to be able to get you to be able to accomplish things and, you know, push your limits and really try to expand. But if you look at yourself, even though I think that way as your dad, do you think you could accomplish anything you set your mind to? Um, yes. And I think anybody can do it if they, you know, if it is truly something that they want to put their mind to. Like, it's yep. it's how bad you want it, right? So say mm -hmm. 
like you're like, yeah, I really want to start on the football team. Yep. Do you want it or do you just kind of want it? Like, do you really want to be determined and give it your all so that you can stay in that position and always work hard? Or do you just kind of want it to, you know, that'd be a pretty cool thing to do. Like it would be pretty cool for me. No, it would, I'm pretty determined, you know, to start on the football team or like have be in high honors or something like that. That's yep. something that I would be determined to do. Something that I kind of want is like, yeah, I, kind of want to play hockey, kind of want to play lacrosse. It's not something that I'm like, something that I really, really, really want to do and something that I really want to set my mind to. I mean, it's like a, it's like that thing about needs and wants, right? It's Mm -hmm. a want that, or it's not really need now, but uh, you want something. Right. And you, in in your mind, if you really need that thing and you're determined to it, to do it, then it'll happen. Uh, well, I think it shows on the football field all the time with you. I think that you're not the biggest guy. You're not the most uh, uh, most extremely athletic. But what you do is, is that, and one of the reasons why we notice on the freshman team here that you're starting in all these different positions is because you work hard. You you mm-hmm. you dig in. You you learn your playbooks. You listen to the coaches. You do everything you're asked to do. You you're always on on the spot to be able to keep on working. And if you make a mistake, you listen to coaching and. I think that's because you're right. I think it's because you're passionate about it. I think that you are, you have found something that you truly want to be able to do and accomplish. And I think that that's really helped you. So I, I, I can see it every day on the field. I think you should be very proud of that. I am good. Good. All right. So, uh, another question that came up when I was trying to think of things to incorporate whenever parents are thinking for their kids of, you know, uh, to ask these types of questions. So any parents that are listening to this podcast right now, if you're thinking about these kind of things, the questions that I'm asking them are questions that would be really great to just dig into because the, a lot of kids won't speak to it unless you really make them comfortable and talk to them about these kind of things. And I'm very glad that my son is able to um, really elaborate and be able to a, you know, answer some of these questions. But here's one of the big questions that I wanted to ask him. Who and what are your inspirations? If you were to look at maybe a couple things that you're inspired by, who are in what or who or what? Are your inspirations in your uh, young life? Well, I think when I was, you know, younger and stuff, and you know, you look at all these celebrities, and you're like, "Ooh, my inspiration is J.J. Watt. He donates to charity, you know, stuff like yep. that." Yep. But uh, as you know, the years have kind of gone by and stuff. I think one of my inspirations is you, because one oh. of your goals in life is to is to inspire other people and to make them feel, you know, comfortable in their own skin. And how to make them feel, you know, good about themselves. Because with you and what you've gone through um, in your life, and you know that other people are going through the same thing you're going through, it's mm. it's good that you that those other people have somebody that you know they know that they're not alone, and they know that they they have somebody that they can relate to and come to with problems and stuff. That's awesome, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> what what else? Who else? Who else? And what else? What? Would you say there's anybody else that you would be able to say is an inspiration to you and 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 the things that you do? Um, I think mom as well. Um, How because come? she's just an insanely caring, um, mm-hmm. caring mother and caring person in general. And yep. uh, she, as being a parent and stuff, she does have that balance, and she knows how to how to treat people right, and she knows, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. She just, yeah. She's she's a good egg, isn't she? 
Yeah, she's a she's a pretty good person. She's a good egg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I know I, I get it, man. And you know, and, and the same thing with her is that she's been through a lot, right? She's been through mm-hmm. a whole bunch, and for her to come out on the back end of all that stuff that she's been through in life, to be a a uh, half marathon runner to be somebody that is healthy to be somebody that is there for you whenever you need her to take you to to places that you need to go whether it's school whether it's practices whether it's whatever she would do anything for you and i think that uh, that that's really amazing that you were able to recognize her for that and you know my advice my fatherly advice you got to tell her that every once in a while you know what i mean yeah <laughs> 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 All right, buddy. All right. So the last question I wanted to ask you is now we found out what your passion is. Now we found out what you really want and where you're at. And I know that might change in a couple of years, but mm-hmm. we know that football is a big, big contributing factor to you and where you're at right now. So tell me the reasons why you love football. One of the reasons or, you know, the pretty big, broad kind of re- reason is like the grind that comes with it. Right. I love because even in the summer, even sometimes you'd be like, I really don't want to wake up at you know, seven o'clock, get dressed, eat breakfast, and then go to the weight room and do a bunch of conditioning for three hours. It it, it yeah. wasn't fun. But then you know in the back of your mind that this is gonna all come together and like it did with our um most recent football game. Everything that we've done and everything that we um have, you know, grinded for and our whole team has worked together and we've we've communicated about it. Th- we, it paid off and it's good to yep. think that everything that you're going to go through in football and everything in life, the grind is something that keeps everything going and going and going because it's just something you can always think about and something you can use feel good about in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah, use. Well, here's the other thing. So that doesn't change in life, right? That doesn't change wherever mm. you are at. So, uh, you know, the two key words that I heard you say, even though you use the word grind, I think mm-hmm. what I heard was is that you guys practiced all week or practice for mm-hmm. weeks to be able to get to where you are. So practice makes perfect, right? So, and then uh, uh, vigilance, continuing to overcome adversity, keep pushing mm-hmm. forward. If somebody gets injured, you you fill that position. If you're if somebody doesn't learn the, the the book the way that they need to, we replace it with somebody else to be able to make sure we're putting the right people in the right places. You're adapting, you're overcoming, and that whole grind is like a is a is a is a whole culmination of all those things, right? All those things mm-hmm. like practice and uh, fortitude and continuing to push forward and not taking no for an answer and all those things. If you use those qualities in life in general, when you get older and as you're growing up and you're getting to your upper teens and you're getting into your 20s and 30s, if you use words like uh, practice makes perfect, if I don't overcome or I over or overcome all adversity or I don't accept no for an answer and those kind of things. And you keep those same fundamentals of where you're at with football. I believe you could be successful in whatever you want to do, man. I love that fact that you, that you, that you put it all together in the word of grinding, but I, I could see what, the way you talked about that and where it was able to roll that out. And all those are really important characteristics in, in life. So that's really great. Yeah, it is. Thank you. And Okay, guys, so this is the last little break that I'm going to make here to be able to reflect on a couple things, right? So it's really, really interesting to me that his concept of where he's at with everything and the way that he looks at things and the way that he views life is not very far from where we should be viewing life as an adult. You know, we think that we're filled with all kinds of knowledge and all kinds of experience and all kinds of stuff 
when out of the mouths of babes sometimes, we literally can learn all about the aspects of life and really dig into where we're at. So if you have children, ask them questions just like I did today on this podcast. Ask them questions, what you're most proud of and what kind of thoughts you have to go through and what are you looking to overcome and how do you overcome those things? Because you might learn something. I learned a ton from my 14-year-old son who likes to be on his phone or his tablet or you know, uh, on his Xbox or whatever else that he likes to do. I learned a ton from him and to learn how smart he is and to learn some tips and pointers of how I can actually accomplish things and navigate things a little bit differently sometimes can always help us in our journeys. So I share that with you before we close out this podcast. We're going to get right into the end of the interview, and then we're going to go from there. So thanks so much for listening to this podcast, everybody, with me and my son. It really meant a lot to me that you guys stuck around for this long and also was able to support the podcast in general and just be a part of this whole entire journey with me. Okay, thanks a lot. You learn to come together. Is that is that a pretty big piece, too? It is, yeah, because in football, you know, without communication and without, you know, the bond that football players have with each other, it wouldn't really work, right? It has to, everybody has to do their part and everybody has to work together as like a unit, like one big unit. And then, you know, then you'll be successful altogether. And then at the end, say we win state championships, right? You'll think, Everything that we as a team have done, every, you know, fight or bicker that we've had with each other or everything that, like, when somebody gets knocked down, you pick them back up. Everything that we've done is going to all come together, and then we won this, you know, this this award, or we did this, or we did that together as a team. And it's good that football can, you know, teach you, or sports, you know, many, many sports in general can teach you how to be a better communicator and how to be a better... I guess, yeah, friend or I guess you could call it. Yeah, sure. Yep. Do you think that – so when you say better communicator, does it get hard and frustrating sometimes though? Yeah, it does a lot of times. But when you have that friendship and you have that bond with other people, then you know that they're going to help you up and they're going to not let you fail. I love that. Okay, so you know that if you're helping others and you're picking them up, even if it frustrates you and you're getting angry at something or whatever – you still lift them up. And if you lift them up, you know that they're going to be there for you uh, if you need it. But also you guys are coming together as a team to be able to get a, no man, no, no man left standing. Right. You carry the last guy yeah. right across the finish line. And you keep on moving forward. Uh, that That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, G. I, I really appreciate you and, and the time you took to be able to do this. I'm really hoping that anybody that's listening to this, anybody that's a parent or even anybody that's just like trying to be able to get through life and do all the things that they want to do. and and accomplish goals, taking it from a the, out of the mouths of a 14-year-old boy, or young man, I should say, and he's growing up and he's becoming the man that he wants to become, and, and these are types of things that, that he may go through in life, and overcoming adversity, a lot of things we heard, social media, being able to do things that you love to do and that you're passionate about, and never taking your eye off the prize and digging hard. All these are basic fundamentals of the journey that we're on, guys, and, and, and at the end of the day, if you can really give yourself a good framework and snapshot and a plan built around some of the things that we heard Gavin say here today, I think you would be successful with wherever you wanted to go. So, Gavin, first of all, thank you so much for being on this call here today and, uh, and us chatting about this stuff like that. I appreciate you opening yourself up because 
you know, there are some of your buddies that might listen to this podcast and might be like, oh, Gavin, what are you doing? <laughs> but on the same token, I appreciate you. I love you. I, I, I'm so proud of you. And uh, just keep pushing forward. All right, my man. I will. Thank you. Okay. All right, buddy. We'll talk later. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on all other social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook just by looking up Liquid Shano 1973. If you get a chance, hop on over to iTunes, scroll all the way to the bottom, and leave some feedback about our podcast because we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.